Keisha Bistram, and you're listening to the Every Shade Podcast. Party Claw Productions is an independent, multidisciplinary media production company specializing in experimental, female-driven work that challenges industry standards. Their mission is to break down stigmas without breaking the bank, to empower marginalized voices, and to champion genuine feminist stories. The creators behind Party Club Productions are Laura Kay and Ashley Christine Vega. Laura Kay is a New York City-based actress, singer, writer, content creator, and puppeteer. Originally from Ohio, Laura moved to New York in 2013 to attend the prestigious Actor Studio Drama School, where she obtained her MFA in acting in 2016. More recently, Laura created, wrote, produced, and starred in the family-friendly puppet series Petunia's Playhouse, which has been sweeping festivals and has won several honors, including an award of merit from the Best Shorts Competition, an honorable mention from the Independent Shorts Award, and Best Web Series at the New York City International Real Film Festival. Laura infuses all of her work with authenticity and humor, Ashley Christine Vega is a New York City-based actress, director, singer, dancer, writer, producer, and all-around stage and screen artist. Most recently, her film Psychostania, which she assistant directed, co-produced, and starred in, won Best Thriller at the Golden State Film Festival, where she accepted the award with her fellow filmmakers during the film's Hollywood premiere. She also co-created and starred in the new digital series, Well Ashley, telling the often hilarious tales of a non-union stage actress in New York City. It has been literally so long. I think the last time I saw you was when we were filming Psychosenia. Was it was it then or was it I remember seeing you uh in a in um was it Champion Studios? Was that before after Champion? Oh yeah. my god. That had to be after. I think that was after. I think it was after too. I think so. We saw each other for a brief moment and yeah. Literally one brief shining moment. Oh my gosh, what a time. Well, first off, I just want to know a bit more about like your background. Like how do you guys how do you guys know each other? Well, um <laughs> picture it, New York City, the summer of twenty 19? Was it literally last <laughs> yeah, year? Yeah, it was a year ago. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was a year ago. It seems like 35 because, you know, quarantine. Um, <laughs> but I was directing a show off-Broadway called Basic Glitch, and we were holding auditions. Um, this bright, shining star in front of you walked in and absolutely slayed her audition. And I was like, this chick's pretty cool, like, pretty solid, like, she's she's got the job. So um, after we made an offer to her and she accepted, we like started rehearsing and kind of just clicked. You know how you meet artists and they're just like right on the same wavelength as you. It like, um, it clicked and we've been doing dope shit ever since. <laughs> oh, can I curse on this podcast? <laughs> I guess I can. It's funny, my, my last, but the person I last interviewed was, um, uh, my teacher from the Bar- the Barrow Group Theater, and he mm-hmm. dropped the F-bomb. And he's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> should I curse? I- I'm sorry for cursing. I'm like, I don't care. It's- I think it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I'll be more mindful. Apologies. Yeah. Potty mouth Ashley over here. We knew this. We've been <laughs> new that I was a potty <laughs> So yeah, so since, since you guys met, you guys hit it off really well because I see that you guys have such a great bond I can already tell from from the website too from like your 
your interview and like your bios and like things you've worked on. Um, so you guys have such a really interesting bond. You guys are like, I guess, I guess, what's it like, like puzzle pieces that like go together? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so where, why, why Party Claw? Like, why did you guys like? How did you guys start with a production company, or where did that lead to? Um, so when the shutdown happened, um, both of us were really depressed <laughs> and um we were both sort of on this trajectory before the shutdown where we were like things are happening and like we're auditioning and like it's all coming together and then that all sort of screeched to a halt very quickly um in march and um we also work at the same office as our survival job so we were both sort of like in the exact same boat where it's like okay we're not working we're not doing anything um so we were like let's just start making our own stuff um and we made two little short films in quarantine and then as we started to make more stuff we were like you know we should really have a production company behind this and um so thus party claw was born i'll let ashley talk to about the genesis of the party claw but. genesis of party claw yeah it, it pretty much exactly what laura said we um finally were granted time which was a thing that i feel like both of us and most artists in general don't usually get to have and while it was in kind of the worst possible circumstance <laughs> We just decided to make the best out of a bad situation and go forward with projects that we wanted to make and do things that we wanted to do rather than waiting for someone else to kind of hand us something when we could just make it ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, with the lack of like more traditional like commercial opportunities, it was like, okay, we can either make our own opportunities or do nothing. And making our own opportunities sounded like a lot more fun. <laughs> a lot more fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, oh, sorry, go, go on. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, you know, with this podcast, I'm only interviewing artists who are basically entrepreneurs um, who have created their own work or company or projects. And I think there's this like ongoing. Um, you know, this ongoing like theme of artists realizing that they can't really wait for anyone else. And I feel like 2020 really, really showed that, that no one is there for you in the industry. And in my, in my belief, like, I, I feel like because we're women as well, <laughs> it's like, I think it's harder for women and women of color or women, you know, who lack opportunity and stuff like that. I just feel like 2020 really drives at home of the world is not going to wait for you no one's there for you like you really have to give yourself that platform and if you don't I mean you're just kind of stuck in the same position and you are right it's like this is a time that you're granted that artists don't really have like what do you do with that time and you know I've met I've heard some people either have created their own projects or they consumed a lot like reading because they didn't get to read <laughs> yeah truly yeah um, by the way, I, 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 looking at your, uh, at the website, I didn't even think that you guys created it during coronavirus. I'm like, oh, they must have done this before, like before it happened. And, you know, 
Well, that's um, a compliment. <laughs> thank you. We will take that. Yeah, yeah. Meaning, um, yeah. No, meaning like, yeah, I, I thought like you guys were doing it for, for a while. So that, that you told me that, that you guys did it during coronavirus is, is really fascinating because you just basically took all your content and like put it on a platform. Uh, sorry, Ashley, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, no. Like, that's literally exactly what I was going to say. We, we thought um, just like, why not? put all of the pieces together and have it be one unified front so that we, when we present this, we have like, you know, some substance behind it rather than saying, here's a one-off project. Here's a one-off project. Like why not put it all together? And then you can have one website and save money. So (laughs) (laughs) we're thrifty. (laughs) We try. So what are you guys, what are you guys planning for like party clause, I guess, future? here so much <laughs> it's like work out of coronavirus and like what I mean what's interesting about now especially with the coronavirus as you guys I'm sure you you agree that we don't know what's going to happen next even we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow you know so since you guys started this production company and you put your projects on there and you know your projects are, are really they're really good um what's gonna, happen, what's gonna happen next <laughs> Uh, well a lot actually um we have our first um virtual theater production coming up in october that ashley is starring in and um it's called open by crystal skillman um which is very very exciting um to be working on some theater stuff in this um new new way um, where we can't do live theater yet but we can find ways to bring theatrical experiences to people. So Ashley's been working very hard on that. Um, and we have a great director named Sophie Sam who actually lives in Michigan. So it's been kind of a cool opportunity to work with artists who aren't necessarily right in the New York City area. Um, and I think that's one of the gifts of like doing some virtual stuff is like being able to expand like our artist circle and really get to work with some new, very exciting people. So we're really excited about Open. Um, and then we also have a lot of other stuff planned. So. Yeah, coming up later this year, we have an adaptation of a play that Laura actually premiered in New York off-Broadway in 2016, yeah. uh, called I Kissed Your Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We are adapting it into a virtual production still like kind of working out the kinks on that but um yeah laura will be reprising her role which is super exciting um i will be directing and we have some other really cool friends on the team that we're going to collaborate with and try to make it be a new type of show that is adapted based on an existing show which has also been a really fun challenge yeah. Yeah. Can you go back to so the 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 theater show that you're talking about? It was called Open, right? That Correct. One. Yes. So can you talk more about what pre-production was like for that? Because you just mentioned that it's, it's all virtual, correct? Like even correct. with the director, it's the director is directing you virtually. Can you talk more yes. about that process? Totally. Um, so I am so blessed to be working with a team of like smart, badass women who just are here to get things done. So Laura had actually suggested this play to me 
oh my gosh, months ago when I was in an acting class and was like, hey, I think this might be like a really good fit for you. You could maybe find a monologue or something. Um, read it. And then this director friend of mine who I met doing a Zoom reading um, also during coronavirus was like, hey, I would really love to work with you. If you can think of any plays or something that you might want to work on, just like, let me know. And maybe we c I could like direct you in a scene or something, or we could figure something out. Um, so I sent Sophie this play and she was like, I love it. I kind of want to do it. Is there a way that we could like figure it out? So then of course I was like, that's wild and weird. Probably not. But um, Laura was like, what if we did it? <laughs> like, how does how does that work how does that happen how are we even like going to be able to do this um but we and laura says this all the time we have complementary sets of skills um so laura is incredible at marketing and at producing and i direct and we both act so figuring out how to make all of that work together um has actually been like hey are you able to do this and she's like, totally, can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, that's like totally great. So in pre-production, I mean, the biggest, our biggest concern was getting rights. And now that we actually have Party Claw Productions and have like the website and look like semi-legit, um, Dramatist Play Service was like, sure, here are the rights, give us our money, but here are the rights. <laughs> and so going forward on that, I mean, we have weekly production meetings with Laura, myself and our director. Um, and we work well with lists <laughs> and, um, Google drive is our BFF. It, it has literally been just everything you would do in a traditional theater setting, but having zoom calls and checking in with each other via text rather than like sitting in a room and having these production meetings. Um, and it's been really I think it has gone very smoothly thus far. I might be eating my words in a few weeks, but, <laughs> but honestly, I think we're in a really good spot. And that is 100% thanks to Laura, who has taken the lead on so much producing things, so many producing things, so that I'm able to just focus on acting, which is a, another gift that I feel is very rarely given to actors and creators who make things for themselves, you usually have to wear every single hat. Um, mm -hmm. But acknowledging that and knowing going into this that like, I'm going to be taking on a large acting undertaking, Laura has taken point on most of the producing things. Um, so that when we're working on our next project where she is acting the whole time, like, I will be taking on those responsibilities. And just like finding a team that you can trust artists that you can trust as people and can trust with the work, I think has been like the biggest and scariest part of producing <laughs> like virtually. But thankfully we have a really great team. Yeah, I, I recently interviewed uh, Nikki Pope who started yeah. a company called The Unsigned Artist and one theme that I also have been recognizing among artists, and especially with her her community that she built um, for her, her company, is uh, collaboration. Really totally. goes a long way. It really does. Um, as, as an artist, though, like for both of you guys, like what, because I've been hearing mixed reviews about 
um, virtual acting and producing. I'm, I'm hearing that it's, it, it, it's, I'm hearing from some artists that they either check out, they tune out, they can't get with it. And then there's some who think thinks it's, it, it's such a great experience. Like what is your feedback on it? I mean, you're saying that it, it's going really well, it's going great, but I guess as an artist, like how is it different than being physically with people? I'd say it's super different. I mean, I like as an actor, I feel like I'm a very physical person and like love to like feel the energy of a room. And this is a one woman show. So it's like that already is just like, oh my God, it's like just me talking for like an hour and 10 minutes. That's crazy. Um, it There has absolutely been a learning curve, like being directed via Zoom. And Laura can actually speak to that too, because one of our films actually both of our films, I guess, I directed virtually and having to like set up shots and figure things out on the fly has been um, kind of crazy. Um, but if you see it as a challenge rather than as a problem, I think things can be solved in a much more productive way <laughs> than if you like panic because I mean we've all been on sets we've all done theater and you know that like stuff goes wrong that's just the nature of the beast but um just like knowing that you're capable and able to figure things out if you trust in that you can kind of figure it all out yeah. thoughts Laura yeah it's you really sort of like when you're acting in sort of this virtual arena you really do have to go back to basics so much like I think it is sort of a return to like just the very basics of like connecting and and being present and you don't have the benefit of like audience energy and and um, a scene partner that's there um, so a lot of it is like you you feel sort of like a crazy person <laughs> like manufacturing these things like in your own home like in front of your computer and and it is sort of bizarre but like I think as artists we all like have that innate skill to connect to people and like this is just one more obstacle like you you sort of have to just like imagine yourself like reaching through your webcam and like getting and like just extending yourself even further to get to that other person and it's challenging but I think there is something very rewarding about it when you figure it out and not to say that I have figured it out completely because you know who has really but I think like also if I had a choice between Zoom acting and no acting, I'll choose Zoom acting all, you know, every day. But um, it's definitely been interesting to like sort of relearn things, like relearn acting basics in a new setting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, I have another question for you. Um, I kind of want to talk more about, um, Laura, your, your web series. Petunia's wow. Playhouse. Yes. It's so oh good. Isn't it? Isn't it so good? Uh. Oh my goodness. Okay, hold on. First of all, I just had to comment that I was watching it and literally it, it brought me to tears because it's, it's, it's such a beautiful like concept. It really is. It's so Thank cute. You. And, um, yeah, can you talk more? Is, was that was that built during the coronavirus? It was. So I did it completely like by myself in isolation with like stuff I had around my apartment. Um, as sort of like therapy for myself but also just coming from 
actually like some of it was inspired by Ashley and like we have um at the beginning of the pandemic we were both um living alone in our respective apartments sort of just like what do we do like we are not well <laughs> um and sort of just like thinking like wow wouldn't it be nice to have like a friendly like puppet tell you ways that you could like cope with this really awful thing um so the idea was sort of born out of that out of like the desire to just like put something out there that people at any age could watch and be like yeah i could do that for myself like this is something i could do um and that's how that was born and now petunia is she's out there and she's helping people and <laughs> it's been it's been really a joy a joy for me to to create the series and like put that out there um yeah yeah and Ashley, you also created a web series as well, right? Uh, well, I did. Ashley. Yeah, was yes. That one of ours as well. Um, no. So, well, Ashley, actually, um, it's kind of been just like a passion project that's been going on for years and years now. Um, but it was back when I was still working at a restaurant in Hell's Kitchen as a hostess. I would tell one of the waiters, who also happens to be a like well-produced playwright in the city because, you know, we all have to hustle. Um, but I would tell him just like stories about like what it was like to be a non-union actress in the city and just like kind of the lack of respect that you have um, when doing, you know, trying to make art and make ends meet. And he just kind of took it and ran with it and ended up writing a web series we didn't know what it was going to be at first, but we just continued to collaborate while on the clock. Oops. Um, yeah, and it ended up like actually becoming a thing. We shot a pilot slash proof of concept um, that is currently um, in post-production and we're hoping to set up some meetings when all this is through. But yeah, um, we have also been sort of collaborating little by little during the quarantine to make, you know, to try to finalize some stuff, which has been um, <laughs> proven to be more difficult um, because we do have a larger team. But it has been a joy to see it come together and we should have like some final stuff in the next, hopefully month or so, which is exciting, like two and a half years worth of collaboration finally coming together to make a thing so we'll we'll see it's yeah. just been quite a bit quite yeah. a bit of, of stuff I, I have an observation to make about party claw productions and what you guys are doing um but I don't know if this is if it's the right observation when <laughs> when you guys it's a good one it's not nothing bad <laughs> okay cool I was like oh my god um I, I guess my question to you is when you are creating something or when you have created something during coronavirus, did you guys have a goal for it to be perfected or were you looking to just to create something for your artistry? I think for, I think for our films, I think for Wide-Eyed and This Sucks, um, they were definitely like exercises and like, what can we do? Um, they were both initially part of the Sequestered Fest, which, um, the rules of that particular festival is like you have to make it in quarantine you have to make it like in your apartment 
you have to shoot it on an iPhone and you have to make it in five days. So we were like, let's do it. Um, and just sort of like teaching ourselves on the fly, like with Ashley, like on Skype, like do this. And I'm like, got my iPhone, like on a tripod, like, um, so I think the goal for those was just to like make stuff and like figure it out and like put stuff out into the world and, um, and not necessarily create like the perfect product because I, you know, I don't think that necessarily exists, but I think just to like learn and grow and like tell interesting stories and like have fun and find new ways to collaborate. I think that was definitely the goal with especially those early, early collabs in the early days of party claw, like three months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Three whole months ago. I will also say we both learned how to edit um, in this process. And like I had edited a little bit before, but had never really like done anything large-ish um and so having to learn that skill and like be your own editor uh taught me a lot about directing film because I I mostly do theater but learning I mean you know I'm certain Keisha that like that it makes it easier if you have a shot between the shots and like making making it work in your head um yeah but both of us have edited our own things. Um, Laura did all of Petunia's play, literally the entire thing by herself. And I was like, who, what, this magical freaking goddess woman who learned how to do all of these things, incredible. Um, And now it's an award-winning web series. Her poster has so many laurels, she's gonna need a new poster. Like, it's incredible. And, you know, again, making the best out of a, not so great situation yeah yeah i love petunia (laughs) (laughs) we all do she's a celebrity (laughs) yeah i i guess my observation was and it's something that i admired after like reviewing your website and your work is that you both seem to have this uh this sort of um air of of exploration and being brave into that and i I feel the reason why I bring that up is because when coronavirus started, when the quarantine happened, I felt this and I also noticed it like on social media, like on the internet, like, you know, this whole bombard bombardment of um, you have to create work now and you have to do this now. And that book you want to write, you have, you should write it now and blah, blah, blah. And I was so gung ho on, um, on creating more for dark Brown, but because I was so, I guess, immersed in that, um, in that, that energy that I became paralyzed and I didn't create anything for months. And um, that's kind of why I had to like shut off everything <laughs> because it, it, it's, it, it's interesting. It did paralyze artists a lot, you know? And I, I think some artists who didn't really give into that um, gave into exploration and created a lot out of it, you know, which is something I admire from you guys because you did that. It seemed to you guys have kind of went into your own like, little I guess corner and just created something without the bombardment of like other people's words which I don't know if I'm correct about that (laughs) yeah I I think like one of our strengths is that like Ashley and I like have our collaborations but we also have our own like things and I think that like um that's been really great and also just like yeah there I think we're also very good at like 
checking each other and being like, you should take a break and like, you should rest. And like, maybe you shouldn't make 10 Petunia episodes today. And like, maybe you should go to bed. Like, I think that's also really important because you're right. There is this very pervasive pressure for artists right now to be like, well, Shakespeare wrote King Lear during the bubonic plague or whatever the hell. And it's like, okay, well, that's great. Like, we are literally like living through this crazy time and like, that's not realistic for a lot of people. So I think like, while we've been like, um, like really fortunate that like we have been sort of like creating a lot, we also like help each other not create at times, which is just as important. I agree completely. I think, I mean, you've, you've known me for a little while, Keisha, and you know that I, um, hold very high standards for myself and also am a very big perfectionist. And so part of putting together Party Claw was definitely being like, yes, Laura and I are friends. Yes, we're great collaborators, but we also have to hold each other accountable to just be people and to just be human beings and to grant ourselves that grace of like, you're living through a global pandemic. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to you know, not be productive today and and really truly leaning into like forgiving yourself of these large lofty goals that that I know I tend to put myself into. And Laura is such a hard worker. Like she, again, was trying to make like 10 Petunia episodes in a day, which is insane. But yeah, you get into these, into these like routines of like, I have to produce, I have to be creating but making sure that you have the right people around you to be like, hey, close your computer, go for a walk, like go look at the sun for a little bit, like just take in some fresh air because we, that's how you burn out. <laughs> and mm. thankfully we have had the time and had the space to create the things we have and not hate each other, which I think says a lot. <laughs> that's so true <laughs> we talk to each other every day like we have a standing lunch meeting at 1 p.m where we just like talk as friends sometimes as like hey this thing needs to get done like producer wise or like hey I just thought about this thing for another project in like 2022 but mostly it's to like check in with each other and be like hey human friend of mine are you okay do you need a hug do we need to like just not talk about anything other than like your puppet and your cat today which is a totally fine thing to do it's like figuring out how to rest um but also as you said Keisha like leaning into experimenting all of us are just figuring this out together and if if I hold myself to those same standards of perfectionism from the before times, I don't think we would have gotten anywhere or have made anything. So that is a really good observation there. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, it's just, um, yeah, it's just an interesting time for, I think, so many artists for so many different reasons. And I, I love what you said about staying in touch as a human being, because I think before coronavirus, I think we were all just on this go, go, go time that we kind of forgot to treat each other with human respect, you know, or, or even if we did, it was just a very minimal time. Um, you know, I, 
I, I'm realizing now too, as an artist as well, it's like, it, it is important to remember that everyone's a human being. Um, I have a, a question for you guys. So you said that you guys both work together, um, like your survival job? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you mind if I ask, uh, where do you guys work? Uh, yeah. So um, when Ashley and I met doing basic lunch, she was still working at that restaurant and mm -hmm. It was not a good environment for her. So I was working at Foresight Theatrical at the time, which is a Broadway general management company um, as like an office assistant, basically. And um, we had a job opening and I was like, Ashley, send your resume. <laughs> and they loved her and they hired her. So <laughs> we work at the same office. <laughs> like It was great. And like the timing worked out really great. I was just like, it was truly a very toxic environment. Um, I remember. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, yeah, it was, it was that place and it was very bad. It was really bad for me. Like as a person, I found myself like being so snippy with my closest friends and I was like, no, it's not you. I just like hate everything. I hate my and job. I was like, yes. that's not like normal. <laughs> you shouldn't have that in your life. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll look for another job. I don't know. And then she was like, send your resume right now. And I was like, I'm, I mean, I'm currently at work. So it'd be kind of weird. She's like, send it now. And, um, got a call the next day to like go interview. And I like went into the office and was like sitting across from who was going to be my future boss. And there were like Tony awards lining the shelves. And I was like, what am I doing here? Like, this is not my life. I don't understand. Um, and then two days, I guess it was the next day, actually, I got a call. They were like, we'd like to offer you the position. Um, when can you start? I was like, literally now. And so I called the restaurant and was like, so you have me this weekend and then I'm out. And that was just the best thing to ever do. <laughs> but yes, I owe this new job and actually the gig I'm literally on right now to Laura because she introduced me to this workplace. So. Well, and I will say working, working there, I think has really made us like good producers and like, we've learned so much because so much of our job is just like doing a little bit of everything and, and we get to see Broadway shows sort of from their inception to like opening night and do everything from like contracts to filing and, and um, so having that base knowledge now it's like oh we need to come up with like a co-producer agreement and it's like we have like the like the working knowledge of that and I think that has really helped us like launch Party Claw because like we sort of like know how things work like in the in the industry and like we obviously adapt it for our own purposes you know we're not a Broadway company but yeah I think like <laughs> if Broadway comes back <laughs> um eventually one day but yeah working in that office and just kind of like having access to all of that information was I think super helpful for us when we were launching Party Claw so all good things from Foresight Theatrical thanks Thank you, Foresight <laughs> is, the, is the office open now or are you no guys, not okay yeah, we're furloughed. I was I was gonna ask like how were you guys able to balance doing both, but the office has been closed <laughs> for quite some time, I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah. So we're um just kind of floating along and you know, keeping depression at bay by like making stuff, yeah. which is always a good thing to do. 
Um, yeah, but it's it's been really nice. And I will say our office is very, very um, supportive and have like been reaching out and asking about like, hey, what's this thing you're doing? That's so cool. Make sure to like send out a mass email to the entire company for your show and like for all the things that are going on. They are really wonderful people and I'm really happy to be working with them, which is why we can't wait to get back in the office. <laughs> I know. <laughs> one day, one day. I, <laughs> one day. I do have a few more questions for you guys. Um, for sure. Just going down my list because I went all over the place. Um, That's okay. Okay, so yeah, I guess my next question, because I did ask this a little earlier, of like, what are you planning for future productions? Um, I saw that it's more of a female-driven uh, production company with a female-driven voice. Are, are you guys planning to stay that route with your future productions? I think so. Um, I think we're definitely open to collaboration, and I think if things come to us that really speak to us, um, we will produce them. But I think right now, like we are really like women focused, like women plus focused. Um, and uh, just like really telling like all different types of women's stories, um, whether they are like comedic or dramatic or, you know, I just think there are so many different types of like female driven stories out there and we really enjoy telling them. So <laughs> I think that's probably how things are gonna stay for a while. Mm -hmm. I agree. And uh, if that makes us niche, that's fine. Because one of the biggest things that we've been saying over and over again is that we're, we're done asking for permission. We're going to do the things that we want to do. Um, and we're not going to wait for someone to make it for us. So yeah, exactly like Laura said, if, if a story comes to us and it like sets us on fire, absolutely, we would look into collaborating and making that work. But I think first and foremost, our mission is to um, make sure that these stories by women and about women are being told in a way that they have not been before. We don't, we don't want these stories to be told through a skewed lens. We want them to be very authentic to life and having those voices be heard. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I really do. <laughs> yeah. My last, my last question, or I guess it's not really a question. Um, I know it's on your website, and but I want to hear you guys talk about it. What's in, what's what's in the name? What's why party? <laughs> okay, so take it away, Laura. Party claw. So I have a cat named Raja. She is perfect. Um, she's an orange tabby, and she lays and like, like right now she's like on my bed and she's like laying like this, like she's laying like a fool, but she always, um, when she's like asleep, sometimes she'll just have like a claw, like extended and like hooked into something. And we just like started calling that her party claw. Um, and our joke has been like, she likes to keep things spicy even when she's at rest. And then we were like, that's us too. Like we also like to keep things spicy. Um, so it just sort of like grew out of there and I think it's like a fun name um, because like we are fun people like we're not serious all the time and I think if you look at our website you can definitely see that we are we have a we sense of humor about ourselves so that's that's where Party Claw came from is my beautiful cat um, and her weird claw that she just like hooks into things. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. I, I, you mentioned the website. I just feel like there is that balance of fun and professionalism, which I, I really, I'm, I'm very much attracted to that because I feel like sometimes production companies seem to be very daunting or intimidating for, or like as if they're kind of, as if it's like some sort of like club that you need to like stay at. <laughs> Right, yeah. Totally. Yeah, and that's, very like, cold. not what we wanted. Yeah. Very cold. So you guys have very, like, open um, atmosphere on your website, which I, which I, I mean, I, I very much love that. I really like that approach yeah. a lot. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's all the questions I have. I guess my, my other question um, is, you know, you guys have created this production company during coronavirus. You're furloughed. You guys work together. You're both, you know, artists and you're actors and producers and all of this and you guys have been doing a lot uh during this time what advice would you give to other artists during this time i i think my biggest advice is like um to create things that like make you feel good or like serve you in some way um and that's how i really felt especially about like petunia's playhouse or even like the films that we were making or the stuff we're doing now, like I'm excited about it. And if it doesn't excite you, then like don't force yourself to make something that like is not gonna like ignite you in some way. And I think like the biggest thing I can say is like rest is important. It's okay to rest. It's okay to like take time for yourself and not create. Um, because at the end of the day, like if you're not loving what you do, then like why are you doing it? Especially now. Um, and I think now we have a unique opportunity to like to create stuff for ourselves and like really sort of assess like what makes us, what ignites us. And so, you know, find the stuff that ignites you and also like take some time and like watch Netflix and like <laughs> eat your favorite food and like take care of yourself because like this is also a very like mentally draining time to be alive and you can't pour from an empty vessel as they say. Mm. That's such good advice. Mine is going to be far less um, cohesive and eloquent. I would just say to truly tell the stories that you want to tell. Um, I've been saying a lot, I'm like, the world has ended, there's no rules. So throw out the rule book, do what you want to do, just figure out ways to make it happen talk to your friends and make stuff. And even if you don't want to make stuff, that's okay too. Um, but the overall biggest thing that I've been telling everybody is to grant yourself some grace. This is a hard time for everybody. And you need to understand that like, you might not be doing your best work. You might not be doing work at all, but you as a person is tied to you as an artist. So you have to make sure both of those are in balance, even in these crazy times, period. That, I tried so hard to make that sound like good, but the more you know. Both of that was just great advice. That, that touched my heart, for real. Uh, I love that. Throughout the world, the world has ended. I mean. <laughs> that, that's what, exactly what I've been telling everyone. I'm like, the world ended, nothing matters. Don't wear pants, it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah, I'm wearing I, pants right now. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we didn't even know that. <laughs> and now we know. It's now the beauty know. of Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Is that how you guys do your rehearsals? Just pantless rehearsals? 
<laughs> well, I wear pants, um, but that's my choice. If Laura chooses not to wear pants, that's whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with. I respect that. I yeah. No, Raja, really her cat never wears pants. Yeah. So like, it's a spectrum, you know, wherever, <laughs> wherever, all good. <laughs> Well, thank you ladies so much for doing this podcast with me. I'm so, so grateful and super happy. I learned a lot from you too, honestly. It's like, I, and I I think that's one thing that I I love about during this time is, um, you know, you know artists and you know friends who are artists and you do admire them and you do admire their work. But I, for me, it's more about like learning more about these people that I already know. And Laura, this is my first time meeting you, and Ashley, like, getting to know you even more is just, it's very fulfilling, and I feel like something that, I don't know if you guys have been taught this as artists, but something that I was taught going into acting, because I started acting kind of late, like, I started when, I started going to classes um, back when I was 23, and there's this weird competitive factor as artists, which I get when you're auditioning, you're, comp- mm-hmm. you're competing, but as people there's competition and I find that very odd and strange <laughs> yeah. and I feel like the less competitive you are and the more collaborative you are you really really do learn so so much more information that's so fulfilling it's you know it's an exchange of information so um thank you thank you so much for getting on the zoom calls with me and absolutely thank yeah. you I do have to say like you are a big inspiration as to why I wanted to go forward and make stuff and not like ask permission when you had done um, conversations in apartment 3a i was like this boss of a woman like wrote her own thing is starring in it like you found the location you did everything and i was like that is someone who isn't asking for permission and is just making the thing she wants to make and so even when we were doing psychasthenia Mm. and elliot was like hey i don't like I wrote a script. I don't know if we like what to do with it. I was like, let's just make it. We'll just make it. And then with Well Ashley, um, collaborating with him again, he was like, well, we have a script. Like, what do we want to do? I was like, let's just make it. Why not? Like, and then now with Party Claw and having it all come full circle, like now we have really built the platform so that we are able to do the things that we want to do wholeheartedly. So thank you, Keisha, for like being a boss and making your own stuff and inspiring other people. I appreciate yes. that so much, Ashley. Of course, of course. I, it's, it's too dark in here, but I, I am tearing. Oh. <laughs> I'm a little sappy now, open here. You know, might as well. Yeah. We love it. It's we 2020, it. the world ended, so you can cry whenever you want to. Yeah, of course. And you know, I, I, I do want to add on to what you just said. I, I really do believe in that, of, of not giving a shit about what, you are imagining or fantasizing about like you really just have to create it and just go and go for it because I I don't I don't really it's crazy I I feel like during coronavirus I've realized wow I really don't want to put my life or my career in the hands of somebody else who's just going to typecast me and I think that happens to a lot of I mean, it happens to a lot of people. It happens to women, especially, especially women, you know, and you guys are nodding your heads. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yes, you know? absolutely. So, so yeah, so I, <laughs> I, yeah, do what you want and don't even think about it. Just do it. Just do it. You guys are dope. You guys are You're so dope. dope. <laughs> You're dope. Dope. Thank you so much for having us. Like, this has been really nice to just like talk about the work and yeah. hang out with some badass women. 
Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Laura and Ashley of Party Claw Productions. Don't forget to follow the Dark Brown channel for future episodes on the Every Shade podcast. 